The Bible talks about the little foxes that spoil the vine. And when we talk about little foxes, we're talking about the wrong character traits that destroys everything that we hold dear. That destroys our lives, that destroys our relationships. So today we're talking about pride. And um, it's something that destroys things without you being conscious of it. And it is a little fox, very tiny. Sometimes we don't even take cognizance of it. We don't think it is important. We don't even know it's there. But it's destroying things around us. It's destroying our relationships. It's destroying our lives. So today you're welcome to Solis. It comes up on this station, anchor.fm daily. My name is Ifai Chize. How have you been? I know it's been a little bit difficult for people to get around doing the things they need to do because of the lockdown. But this is a season where you need to go into yourself and get to know yourself better. It is a period where you learn more about yourself, you learn more about God, you learn more about those around you, you learn to love more because I'm sure many have realized that when every other thing is taken away from you, what you have is family. That is what you have. Family, friends, those are those you, those are the people you have around you. When money is gone, when your job is not there, what do you have left? For those that are in families that are married, they have your wives and your children, your brothers and your sisters, father and mother around them. Be happy. Try to make amends. Check what is happening. Check what is wrong and try to do things better. So today we're talking about pride. Actually, pride is a state of mind. It is you thinking you are bigger than something or bigger than someone or being full of yourself of you looking down on people of you thinking that some people are beneath you and as such you should treat them the way you like or the way you want and the Bible tells us clearly that pride comes before a fall so if you are a proud person even if it looks as if things are moving well with you, it's just for a while. Because very soon, things will come crumbling down. Things will fall. Things will be destroyed. Because in the course of your life, in the course of you exhibiting that pride, you'll find out that you have crushed many people's spirit by the way you talk to them or by the way you treat them. Or you have destroyed a relationship that is so wonderful. Maybe you met someone that is soft-spoken, that um, is very humble, and you are like, yes, I have you where I want you to be. I am the Lord of your life. I can do whatever I want to do with you. You should bow down to me. You should lick my feet. Or maybe you're from a wealthy home, and you meet someone 
that is not from the same background with you and you think that that person is beneath you and you cannot treat the person with respect. You just missed it. Because what Jesus Christ told us is that we should love people. Love people. I keep going back to this word love because that is the pain, the, the cross, the important thing in our existence in life. Love. Because the truth is this, whether we agree or not, it is the way we love ourselves that we love others. That means you might think that you love yourself by buying clothes for yourself, making yourself, buying the things of this world for yourself, having good cars, you know, living in a fine house, eating good food. You think that is love for yourself? No. When you are left alone, what do you see? Who are you? How do you feel when you are left alone? Do you feel empty? Because one thing is, if you don't treat people around you right, you don't love yourself. If you don't treat them right, you don't love yourself. You might... You see, pride is something that has destroyed people. Pride. Pride makes you not to have a teachable spirit. And without you having a teachable spirit, you can't learn. Because you have to learn daily. It has to be something new you're learning. And never think that you only learn from those above you. No. You learn from every level. You learn from that little child that you think does not know anything. You learn from them. You learn from that street boy that um, is not, it's not even close to your bearing, not close to your life. You learn from them. You, learn, you, you know what not to do to, so that you don't miss it. You learn from your wife. You learn from your husband. You learn from the children. You learn from your friends. You learn from your parents. You keep learning. You learn from the word of God, which is the most important. Learning from the word of God. You see, if you're proud, you will tell God to hold on. This place does not belong to you. If you're proud, you will tell God, I know it all. You will not listen to the Holy Spirit when he speaks. Because you think too much of yourself. You feel nobody is up to you. And because you are like that, nobody can advise you. Everybody will tell you. Even if you are discussing, they know you are about to fall into a ditch. Or into a pit. Or somebody has set a trap for you. Or you with your pride have set a trap for yourself. And people are waiting for your downfall. They know. But because of the way you carry yourself, because the way you treat people, because of the way you disregard people, you know, they don't have the desire to want to help you. They don't. And funny enough, many of you bring it into your homes. You know, the man, 
you bring it into your home and tell your wife that you don't have a say, you cannot talk. Bible says that your wife is your helpmate. When you say helpmate, it means suitable help, a suitable companion for you. That's why when you want to get married, don't marry someone that you... How do I put it? Don't marry someone that you think you can control, you can oppress, you can manipulate. No. Don't look for someone that way. Like somebody told me a couple of years ago, he said, if you want to get married, um, look for a man that dresses well, looks good, speaks good English, and um, uh, has a good job. And I just laughed. They didn't talk about character. Didn't talk about character. Didn't talk about, about salvation. You see, most times we look for the wrong things when we want to get married. Then when you now get into your homes, you now see that it is not what you wanted. There's sometimes some men because of their pride, and some women because of lust, lust of the eyes. Men, this guy has money. Hey, it is boy is fine. Because of that, you lose your life. You now become a slave. Many men have made mistakes in life. They've made the greatest mistake of their life by marrying the wrong wife. Especially those that are called into a particular um, profession. Some, so you know, some that are called into ministry. Those ones, it's a pity many have missed it. The glorious destiny God created for them as ministers of God has been destroyed by the wrong women they married. And many of them is the pride that they had. Some people would have wanted to correct them, but to tell them, come. They would say, no, I know what I'm doing. You cannot tell me anything. I know what I'm doing. I can do whatever I want to do, whenever I want to do it, how I want to do it, and nobody can stop me. Yes, nobody can stop you. But along the line, you will find out that you missed it. Yes. You will find out you missed it. Then you will not be wondering, how have I gotten myself into this? How did I get myself to this place? Bible says that we are saved by multitude of counsel. So when you hear counsels, that you hear people's opinion around, when they are talking, you hear their opinion. When you hear, you will now sit back and present it to the Holy Spirit. This is what I'm hearing. Holy Spirit, what are you saying? Because, yes, you have people around that will counsel you wrongly. But the Holy Spirit never misses it. He never misses it at all. He's always accurate. Always accurate. He says the right thing. 
he doesn't miss it and he will warn you he warns you and tells you clearly pride comes before a fall you you see and if the devil is out to set you up <laughs> he will arrange it for you he will make it look so beautiful that you will think that you are in cloud seven. Meanwhile, he wants to destroy you. When the Bible talks of a fall, it's not a small fall. It's a big fall. Your wife is your companion. Don't treat her like a maid. Don't. And so men, they married innocent girls that didn't know anything. That, 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 that they are the ones that taught her everything she knows. But because they felt that they are the ones that, in quotes, made her, the pride that they have destroys them. Pride is not good. It's, you know, it's not that you should not um, feel proud of your achievements. No. But don't let it get into your head. Don't ever let it get into your head. Don't think that I got all this by my own power. Yes, yeah, I am. You know that was a problem the, the foolish man got, the foolish rich man. He woke up, he went to his vineyard, and he said, wow, look at I'm the owner of all this. Then he saw his storehouses and said, man, this is me, I have all this. And then that day God said, foolish man, today your soul will be required of you. So what will it profit you if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? What? You need to sit back and start checking your life. Check it. Being humble does not make you foolish. No. It gives you strength and power. Actually, <laughs> if you are humble, you will win people cheaply. Cheaply. I'm not talking about humility that is deceptive. No. Sincerely from your heart. You do everything you do with a sincere heart. Humble to the core. You don't mind. You can roll on the ground with kids that are not up to your level or with people, mix with people, treat people with respect, carry people, you know. You'll be shocked. You'll be very shocked at your influence. And the day people will know that you are who you are, men, the kind of respect that you will get you wouldn't have gotten it if you were proud. And the kind of love that you will receive, you will be shocked at it. You will be shocked at it. You know, these little foxes that spoil the vine are things that we don't take note of. And funny enough, it can make you miss heaven. It can. Jesus 
has come. He has paid the price. He has done everything. Jesus had everything. Jesus was rich. Because at his death, they could not tear his coat because it was seamless. It was beautiful. They, 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 couldn't, they couldn't because it was expensive. It was an expensive thing. So they, they couldn't sell it. They couldn't tear it. So Jesus had money. He had a treasurer. So he was not a poor man. But he was humble. He was very humble. Why? They couldn't differentiate him between him. Differentiate between him and his disciples. That means they looked alike, they dressed alike. So in your home, how do you behave? Are you always looking good and your wife and your children are looking like your uh, village people that don't have anything? Or those that are working for you are suffering and you are driving around feeling big. I am the owner of this big company. You see, nobody is like me. I am a very rich man and your people are suffering. You are a poor man or a poor woman. If you treat people around you wrongly, you are a poor person. You are not rich. You know, they said a, a, a blind man, the one man that has one eye, in the midst of um, blind people, think that he's a very big person. You think that you have you are, you are, you have car. Let me tell you something. If you are humble and you cherish those around you, you care for them, you love them, you'll find out that they will aspire to be like you. You'll be sowing seeds into their lives that you don't even know that you are doing. But if you are a proud person, you would have killed many people's spirits before you even know that um, you're doing anything. In church, you won't even know because you didn't do anything. You, you feel you are not doing anything wrong. And sometimes it's something that led you to being proud. Maybe you had a very rough background and you felt that um, that's the only way to cover up your defects. No, you don't have to do that. You don't have to be oppressive. You don't have to be. Then some, because they came from a wealthy background, as they call it, you, you, you had a silver spoon in your mouth when you were born. So every other person that does not fall into that class is not worthy and cannot be treated right. No. Don't do that. You know, I watched something and um, I learned from movies. I watched them a lot. And a man came to serve in a house. He was looking for a wife. He came to serve there. And they thought that he was a poor man. Meanwhile, he's the one that is looking for a wife. So he was sampling all the girls, trying to look at their characters. And all of them were just misbehaving. But one particular one, one, when she missed it, she apologized. They were all proud. They felt no one was above them. 
they felt they could talk to anyone anyhow. And all of them on that particular day, they were shocked when it turned out that he is the person that is looking for a husband, a wife. Do you know who he picked? He picked a lady that realized her mistake and came back to apologize. So, are you ready to come down from your high horse? First of all, not to miss heaven. And secondly, not to lose out in life. Not to destroy relationships. Not to destroy friendships. This is a time to change and become a better you. Because that is the only way you can fulfill destiny and purpose. So if you want to give your life to Christ, or you were, you were born again, or you are born again, but this pride thing is operational in your life at a very high dimension, or you missed it, you stepped back, you grew up as a Christian, but along the line, you just abandoned it. I felt God, God disappointed you. God is not wicked. He's beating you come. I want you to say this afternoon. Mean it with all your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Forgive me my sins. Wash me in the precious blood of the Lamb. I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ came to this world to die for my sins. And I confess with my mouth. That he rose again for my justification. Today I am born again. All things have passed away and all things have become new. By your grace I will make heaven. I will serve you to the end. And by your grace I will die to self in the mighty name of Jesus. I will be sensitive to your spirit. When you speak I will hear. The voice of a stranger I will not hear. Thank you Lord for saving me. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So your activity for today is um, you are going to look at yourself and see have you been a proud person? Has your wife or husband Friends, siblings complained about your pride or the way you, you're, you're being proud or the way you treat them as a result of pride. Take it to the corner. That means you're going to screen yourself because the first person that can critique you or criticize you is you. You are the one that knows what you do. You know it very well. You might cover up for others, but the moment you start covering up for yourself, you are doomed. So sit back and check. And if you have seen what you did and what pride has cost you, I want you first to ask God for mercy, to forgive you, and then 
I want you to apologize to those that you've treated wrongly. Then, start by the grace and the help of the Holy Spirit. Start becoming a better you, treating them better and making amends. You have been listening to Solace. It comes up on the station, anchor.fm daily. My name is Ifai Chize. You can reach me on plus two three four nine zero eight two four six three two eight two plus two three four nine zero eight two four six three two eight two. The Facebook page is www.facebook.com forward slash solace and me. And um, the number I gave is also the WhatsApp number. There are two groups. One is um, one is Paul's triumph is for men that are hurting, confused, in a maze that are divorced, widowers, or separated. And um, we don't talk about men and their issues. We always um, pretend it's not there. But many of them are hurting, so that group is for them. And then we also have um, Osad Sleep. It's for the widows, the hurting, the confused, those in a maze, those uh, trying to find a way out, or separated and divorced. Um, I want us to talk. You can talk to me privately and we'll discuss it on the group chat. And um, I think the link for to join the group on WhatsApp, it's on the Facebook page. And also, I plan to create a Facebook group for those two groups so that we can meet and talk. I know many are hurting and God wants to give you an answer of peace. God bless you. God keep you. God guide you. The telephone number again is plus two three four nine zero eight two four six three two eight two. The Facebook page is www.facebook.com forward slash Solace and me. And then um, Solace is also on other platforms, and you can get it from on Google Podcasts. You can get it on Spotify and uh, some other ones. I and you see the list of it on anchor.fm forward slash if I hyphen cheese. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Amen.